I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello there. Welcome to the podcast. This is uh, part two of uh, me sort of getting my head together a bit. Um, it was my kid's birthday yesterday. Uh, I'm probably drunk today, which is why I'm pre-recording this on Saturday. Does all of that make sense to you? That's fine. We'll press on. Uh, what we're doing is uh, hashtag AML. Uh, ask me online. Uh, taking taking your questions, and uh, I'm I'm very moved by your curiosity. It's 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 very very touching. Um, and also, I've got an unboxing to come uh, in a little bit, which is very exciting. Um, okay. Uh, let's go with this question then. Our hashtag AML, ask me online. Uh, Vegetectus Duncan says, I've got a couple for you. Uh, what made you become vegan? Oh yeah, I kind of asked answer this yesterday. And how do you see the future of veganism? Oh, good question. When you're on your deathbed, what would you like to say has been your greatest achievement in life? Hey, that's great. They're probably interlinked. Genuinely, uh, I did some sums because I, I do a column for Vegan Life magazine. Um, and I worked out something that if you... If by your actions, not hectoring, hopefully, because I don't think you ever hector anyone into something particularly successfully. And I used to do stand up about veganism and say, you know, we are the worst ambassadors for our course. Like you shouldn't be allowed to tell anyone you're vegan unless you've been approved by a council of me because we do suck. And it's kind of because sometimes we get a bit distressed and sort of hot eyed and angry and we think I, I can't, I can't watch this happen anymore uh and it's awful because you you just hate yourself afterwards and you just feel really miserable and you know the people who aren't vegan are kind of like hey look you know we love you you know we don't and, and you kind of go I know, but <laughs> it's a bloodbath it's 32 chickens a second in the uk anyway um i became vegan when um i met kim uh she'd just gone vegan and i was so relieved it was the best feeling um and how do I see the future of vegans? Oh, so so, what has been my greatest achievement in life? If by your actions you persuade uh, one person a year to become vegan um, and they then start persuading one person a year to become vegan, um, I think in a decade, you, just you, will be responsible for a thousand vegans in one decade, which is an amazing statistic. Um, so that's really exciting. And... Whenever anyone says to me, um, I've, I've gone vegan and, and you were a factor. Oh, God, it is a really lovely feeling. Um, 
it's just it's just it's like gaining a relative <laughs> it's amazing um the future of veganism um i think where i saw a, one of the things i did for this article uh i found this interesting graph um and it was actually about electric car take up in norway or something like that but it was a really good curve and it it kind of followed a a sort of a trends or a social change graph and it's kind of like if you did uh like an s and then you pushed it forward, like you tipped it forward. So like an italic S. So at the top, it's almost a flat line, uh, top right. And then it sort of S's down to a, almost a flat line, bottom left, if that makes sense. We're sort of halfway through on the, the steep upper climb. Um, so along the bottom, uh, at first, you've got the early adopters. And then you've got this kind of mass take up thing. So this was applying to electric cars in Norway. Um, and they're sort of in the same place uh, as veganism. Globally, you get this mass take up um, and then you get up to the sort of late adopters and then it really shelves off. And it, and then you get the diehards who are like, you will prize my steak out of my hands when I go to the bar. And you'll never convert them. And you have to just accept that. Um, and I try not to get suckered into that because... It just generates misery, doesn't it, on every front? <laughs> um, so, yes. What I didn't realise is that becoming vegan would be the most joyful thing that I've ever done. And it, I really, really. And I used to say, I literally used to say, oh, I'd go vegan, but <laughs> that's just miserable. And it turned out to be entirely the opposite. And fun new experiments with coconut milk powder. Oh, my God. Uh, Banoffee pie. Oh, my God. Uh, if you're interested, uh, I've got a... I started writing like just an outline for a book called uh, You're Not Vegan, Are You? Uh, which was kind of about if you've just become vegan or you're thinking about it or you've got a family member and you're like, what do I do? Um, it was a sort of supposed, hopefully, sort of quite self-deprecating and accessible thing. I'll post the link. There's only a few pages, but, you know, it's sort of interesting. Maybe. Hopefully. Anyway. Jem says, in any medium... Uh, collaboratively or solo with a money no object and audience size unimportant scenario that you magically don't need to make a living from what would be your ideal project and or job oh god <sighs> i'd love to make a musical i'd like to make a uh a proper escapist joyful musical something that's less ephemeral and, uh, you know, with a proper full-blown orchestra playing playing my music, that would be so exciting. And um, I'd like to do that. So I'd like to write a musical. I'd like to be in it a bit. I don't have to be like the central character. I'd like to be like a funny character thing that maybe gets a number. That's what I'd love. Um, and the other thing I'd really like, um, and I think this... This comes up. Somebody else asked me. That. Yeah, Natasha uh, Nat said, what would you consider to be your biggest goal? The other thing I'd really love to do, if I'm going to be completely honest, and this is proper therapy time, we're in the circle of trust, right? You're not going to use this against me because it sounds very grandiose. I'd love to do, I'd love to be like a British Stephen Colbert. Um, and this sounds very big headed. I think I could do it. What I love about the American system is that they, they back you. You know, it's not like, well, we'll give you eight shows a year, like the MASH report. They're like, we'll put you on every night and we'll give you a three-year contract and we'll see how you do. 
with that, you can actually get somewhere and you can build an audience and you can become good at it. You can't do it in eight shows a year. So um, I'd love to do that. And I think that um, there's lots I love about Stephen Colbert. I think there are some things he gets wrong. Um, I think the minute you start making yourself a kind of moral arbiter, you're on thin ice. Uh, another question from Vegetectus. Uh, if someone was to criticise or insult you, what would hurt you most? Usually because it's what you think too. I think... Um, I think it would be... I, you know, there are times where you put stuff out and you know it's not good enough. And, uh, you know, when people call you on it... Um, that and saying I've got a big bum, which I have. <laughs> Just don't enjoy it. <laughs> um, but yeah, when when someone criticises you and, and you know, I, I think I told you about that review saying he's no stand-up. And I was like, oh God, he's right. Um, yeah, that was hard. Uh, so yeah, that was probably the hardest one because I respected his opinion. God damn it. Uh, Catherine, if you had to rename yourself by deed poll, what name would you choose? Hashtag Amol. The answer's in the question, Catherine. I would literally call myself Amol Rajan. Just because the sheer havoc that would generate would be so nice. <laughs> uh, interesting. I'm reading The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe to my kid at the moment. And I sort of forgot that the elder brother in that is called Peter. And I, I secretly wanted to be called Peter when I was a kid. I'm fine now. I do like being called Jacob, uh, which is my actual name. Um, but it, it, my name is Yap. You wouldn't choose that, would you? Uh, Shy Guy 2610 says, how are babies made? Um, you, uh, what you do is you, you get, um, uh, it's called, uh, is it pin, pinhead oats? Uh, it's a very coarse sort of chopped oat, oatmeal. Uh, and you stir it with a, what are those things called? The stirring, hang on. It's like a special kind of porridge stirrer. What's it called? It's called a spurtle. Yes, you take your spurtle, uh, you grip it really firmly, and you stir it three times clockwise. Uh, and then a lady sits on a bowl. <laughs> I'm just going to stop. Um... Uh, Nat, death and failure aside, <laughs> because those are inevitable. What's the biggest fear you have for your future? Blimey. Well, I mean, you've got the big ones there. Um, I think uh, uh, the biggest fear I would have, I, you know, disappointing people. Uh, it, it, I, I really hate... You know, I, and I sort of had a bit of a moment like that in the last week or two. And I think that's why I sort of felt like I need just a couple of days from the podcast to, to kind of regroup a bit. I think I disappointed a couple of people with some of the things I said uh, on, on a couple of issues. And I felt that really acutely. Um, it's quite distressing. I don't, I, you know, I don't, I don't, I, I really hate that feeling. Um you know, I think it's it's probably a legacy from 
school and you, you know there was always these teachers that shouted and that was fine but it was the ones that just went really quiet until the class finally noticed and someone was shouting everyone shut up look miss looks upset and then miss would say i'm just really disappointed and then you'd all want to just stab yourself in the abdomen with a compass um i had i had a really nice lesson planned for you and now we haven't got time oh god uh, no, I, I hate, I really hate letting people down. Like if people have kind of invested in you and they've given you their time, like you are now listening to this. And if you feel like you've you've sort of let down your side of the bargain, it's, yeah, it's just a horrible feeling. Um, and finally, Joel asks, uh, why do you want to work for this company? And um, what do you think you'd bring? Um, well, first of all, I hate teams. Uh, and, but I'm also very, very needy. I can't, I can't be left alone because I just go to pieces. Um, you can ask my last boss, uh, all the, all the furniture I threw out the window. I, I don't know what I was thinking. Um, uh, and biscuits. I'll bring some biscuits. Uh, finally, I've got this unboxing. So, um, a couple of, <laughs> again, I find this, it's a, it sounds like weird false humility, but it's, I, genuinely I'm, I'm dumbfounded by the generosity of, of people. And a, a few people, a couple of people said, you should, you should put a wish list on Amazon. Um, so I made one. It's called Yes Today. Thank you. Um, and just put things I would like to have on it that would help the podcast. And someone has bought something. I think you can choose. I think the address is on there you can choose the address now anyway someone has sent a thing and i've got it here and i've been saving it all day to open now and the amazing thing is i don't know because i remember nothing i retain nothing like my mind is a sieve i probably told you that before and so i can't really remember what was on the list so I'm genuinely so... <gasps> no. Flippin' heck. Thank you. Uh, I'm not sure who I'm supposed to thank. Jesus. These are really nice headphones. Like really nice headphones. Um, bloody hell! Thank you uh, very much. Hang on. I can't read now. I really appreciate this uh, because um, the headphones I've got I've had for a few years, and the thing is that um, making this podcast in the morning, I sort of end up wearing headphones for like three hours, and. They're okay headphones, but they're really uncomfortable <laughs> after three hours. And um, they, uh, yeah, it's sort of, it's a bit painful, to be honest with you, after a few hours. Who was it? Come on, I have my suspects. Who was it? It was you, Julie. Oh, Julie. Thanks. That was really kind of you. Uh these are really lovely. These, these, I'm going to take them off. They're kind of, you can sort of see on the live feed, all of this stuff, this shiny stuff is just coming off, which means there's this black stuff 
everywhere here. I've put on my magic new space headphones, which I've read up on these and they're so good, you can actually hear 0.3 of a second into the future, which means hopefully I'll have time to get out of the way of the assassin's bullet when, as inevitably it must, it comes. Oh. <gasps> wow. These are amazing. It's like I'm in the room. <laughs> cool. Thanks. And they've taken years off my ears. That's an amazing uh, note to end the podcast on. Uh, thank you very much, Julie. Uh, these are beautiful headphones. Thanks for listening. Uh, I hope it wasn't overly self-indulgent. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Okay, awesome. Thanks so much. Bye. This has been a Swanburst Media production. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.